Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey everyone. So, oh my gosh, this is going to be a good episode this week because what I am inviting you into a conversation about is the power of creativity. And when you think about journaling, the way journaling helps us to access and expand and explore our own creativity, while this is one of the reasons why journaling is such a powerful tool. And so in this week's episode, I would love for us to explore together three powerful ways that we can unlock creativity. Now, some of these are related to journaling. Some of these are a bit broader, but this is such an important topic, especially in this age, especially in these times where we're looking for innovation. We are looking for ways to tap into our imagination. We're looking for ways to explore and expand and evolve as individuals and as a collective. And of course, creativity is one of the processes that can enable us to do that. And also creativity is all about how we can make our unique mark on the world. Like the way we create is a way of expression. It's a way of declaring who we are. It's a way of taking everything that we've experienced, making connections, and then expressing that into the outside world in a way that other people can interact and engage with. And creativity is, is fuel. It's, it's fire. It's, it's something to lean on. It's something to stretch and expand. And as I think about what creativity is and what it means to me, I am drawn to this beautiful quote I once read by Edward de Bono. Now, he was a Maltese philosopher, a psychologist and an author. He actually coined the term lateral thinking. And he said that there is no doubt that creativity is the most important human resource of all. Without creativity, there would be no progress and we would be forever repeating the same patterns. So for me, that quote has so much magnitude because it it just reminds us of the power of this instinct we have because human beings are instinctively creative. Like we were born creative. Think about how you were as a child where you had a vivid imagination where you could close your eyes and anything was possible. Like where a cardboard box could be a castle or or a fortress or a house or a space rocket. And we were just open to allowing possibilities and potentiality to flood our bodies and to flood our minds. And I think over time, unless we're in a creative roles or creative jobs, we kind of lose some of this creative edge, this creative essence. And I think now it's more important than ever to be able to tap back into that and cultivate it. Because creativity is our uniqueness. It's a way we can interact with the world. It's a way we can birth new ideas, like ideas that could change our lives, ideas that could change the path of humanity. Because everything, everything that a human, everything that's been created by humans that's on this planet started off as an idea in someone's mind and that idea came to them through the process of creativity. So creativity is 
it's a wild tool. And if we know how to cultivate it, then we can use it to craft our very best lives. And so let's dive in and explore some ways we can do that in practice. And for me, the first one is all about definitions. It's all about how we see ourselves. And it's this notion of being expectant of incredible ideas, like expectant. And this does mean seeing yourself as a creative person. Because have you ever noticed how you adapt a mould into the roles and labels that you give yourself? Like, I would happily say I can't draw. I'm a terrible drawer. And so when I pick up the pen to do some drawing, which is kind of like never, but because I have that expectation that I'm going to be a rubbish drawer, nothing ever comes. On the other hand, I know I can write. And so I'm expectant when I put my pen to paper, I'm expectant for magic to show up and often it does. And so it's the same with creativity. We need to be expectant that we're going to have great ideas. We need to be expectant that cool things are going to show up. And we have to remember that creativity isn't always convenient. Like, have you ever noticed that you have your best ideas when you can't write them down? Like for me, often I will have a great idea in the shower and I'm there reminding myself, saying it over and over again so I don't lose the thought. I often have a great idea when I'm walking. Sometimes a great idea just pops in when, I'm, when I've read something or I might just be sitting down and I have a random idea that is an answer to a question I asked myself days ago. And so once you're expectant, you also need to have a, a process or a receptacle to be able to capture these ideas when they do pop in, which is one of the reasons having a journal is so, so powerful. Because that means you've created somewhere a receptacle to capture the things that are going to drop in. And your notebook, your journal then becomes this external brain that keeps your ideas safe because often we can be really creative and have great ideas, but we lose them in the flurry of life. Like for me, that's one of the most frustrating things. Like something came into my mind, this notion, this thought is starting to shape and I, I get distracted. It could be something as simple as a ping going off or um, my, one of my children come and talk to me or I just hear a noise and I'm like, oh, damn, the thought is gone. The thought is gone. But if it's journaled, you can articulate it. It's captured. It's, it's, it's tangible. And sometimes an idea won't go anywhere in the moment. But often the idea can come back to you another time. You might find a piece today that fits a puzzle you start to create in years to come. I've, I've had this experience so many times. I remember a few weeks ago, I was reading through an old notebook and I read things I've been thinking recently that I thought I was only thinking about for the first time. But it wasn't true. I had the thoughts years ago. And because I wrote them down, somehow it must have just stayed within me somewhere, ready for me to access them when the, when the time was right. And sometimes we can feel that creativity can be scarce or sparse, but, it, but it's not. Like creativity itself is an engine. Maya Angelou, she said, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. So we don't have to be fearful that, oh, we're only ever going to get one good idea in our lives. No, we want to have lots of ideas. We just want to, we almost sometimes want to churn them out. We want to trust that 
the more we have, the more it's going to come and trust that the quality is going to get better because especially when we journal things and write ideas out and explore our creativity on paper, we get underneath what was behind the initial thought. We get to go deeper and that's where it really gets exciting. So in order to be creative, you need to see yourself as creative, you need to define yourself as creative and you need to be expectant of incredible ideas and have somewhere to capture them so you don't lose them. That's not all. You also wanna get yourself inspired. Because sometimes creativity follows inspiration. And while good ideas and creative thoughts can pop in at the most unexpected time, there is also this notion that you need to put yourself in situations and experiences that is gonna light something up for you. And this means making a habit to create experiences or to be intentional about how you're spending your time so that you become more inspired because If you only ever have the same input, for example, you only watch the same kind of TV shows, you eat the same kind of food, you stay in the same kind of location, you have the same kind of conversations, you wear the same kind of clothing or the same kind of colours, it's more of the same. And yes, you can deepen in that sameness. But as Steve Jobs says, creativity is about connecting dots in new and unique ways. So as a creative being, there's magic and power and potential in creating additional dots to join up, which is why allowing yourself to be inspired can be such a potent and powerful thing. It can be as simple as spending more time in nature and learning from the natural world. I've lost track of the amount of teaching the the natural world has given me. For example, sitting, watching waves, and then discerning what that motion is teaching me about life, how things come and go, how you see different things as the tide retreats that you do when the tide is in and what that says about life. What a tree has to tell us about life. There's there's so many things you can learn and get inspired by in the natural world. The textures, the colours, the smells, um, all of it. And it's you could also like be visiting new places and exploring new environments, like letting adventure open up something for you. Maybe being in a different city, seeing different structures, different architecture, feeling a different vibe. All these things, they they open up something in us which can help us tap into a new level or a new angle of creativity. Then it's about what what are you hearing? What are you listening to? So you can listen to different types of podcasts, like podcasts that challenge you, podcasts that elevate the way you feel podcasts that give you new information, new insights, new ideas. And it's not about taking other people's ideas, but it's just about immersing yourself in different things that can spark something special. Same with watching TED Talks, for example, or videos or documentaries that give you fresh insights, fresh understandings, new dots to do new dots to join up, new new ideas to connect. Reading poetry, reading books, listening to music that takes you into your body and changes the way you feel. It's about opening yourself up and not just the thinking aspect but the feeling aspect moving your body in different ways trying different words on your tongue doing things you wouldn't normally do like taking a different route home writing with your other hand who knows what these things can open up and as well as immersing yourself in things that inspire you there's a flip side to this it means you can remove yourself from the external influences that don't make you feel good 
You can be intentional about your choice of media diet, for example. And that's not about switching things off necessarily, but just allowing more positivity, a possibility to fuel you and just see what difference that makes to your creativity. Because inspired people have inspired thoughts. And if you are someone who can switch on the button of inspiration anytime you choose, imagine how that could infuse and inspire your life in terms of being able to make decisions, in terms of the way you interact with people, in terms of what happens in your relationship, in your career, in your business, all kinds of things. It's a powerful notion. And then finally, this is this for me is one of the biggest ones. It's about listening to yourself, listening to yourself. So I've spoken about being inspired and we've talked about how the external world can inspire you. There's a flip side to this and it's about the voice inside. And often this voice inside can be difficult to hear, especially because we're living in this age of information abundance. Like we've never had access to so much knowledge so effortlessly and so quickly. Like it's crazy. Like literally everything you could ever want to know is available with just a few clicks. And this is one of the things that makes these times so incredibly powerful because information does no longer needs to hold us back. We don't have to wait for answers. We can get them almost instantaneously. But that can also be a problem because it's easy to find answers outside of you. But what about the unique source of inspiration and guidance and ideas and answers that's inside that only you can access? Like you as a source of inspiration is powerful because it's unreplicable. unreplicable. Nobody else has it. Nobody else has the unique perspective on, on life as you do because no one else is walking in your shoes and looking through your eyes. Nobody else has the unique body of knowledge and lived experiences and wisdom that you have because of the life you've lived, because of what your experiences and choices have taught you about life. Now, I like to call this the lens of you. And it's through this lens that you can access, unlock and unleash a style and flavor of creativity that's uniquely yours. It's powerful, it's so beautiful. And, and this is where practices such as journaling and meaning conversations can add so much value to yourself and to your life and to your work and to all the things you care about. And so journaling is so powerful for this because through your journey, you'll get to cultivate self-awareness. You guide yourself to that place of self-listening. You become knowing of who you are. You open a channel to higher intelligence. You get to access wisdom that is for you, for you. And who knows what you could create from this perspective, from the perspective that is only accessible from within, through a deep dive conversation with yourself, through an inner journey to your truth. So find the balance between external inspiration and inner knowing. Be creative from both the inner and the outer. Forge your own path that navigates the duality of this inspiration and insights. It's going to make you a powerfully creative being. It's going to remind you how creative you actually are and always were. Dieter F. Uchtdorf said, the desire to create is one of the deepest yearnings of the human soul. It's a gift we can give ourselves when we give ourselves the space to explore our own capacity to create something new just because of who we are. 
and your journal is an access point for that. So let me leave you with a quick summary. So three ways to cultivate curiosity. Number one, be expectant of incredible ideas. Number two, get yourself inspired. And number three, listen to yourself. And so I want to leave you with the journaling prompts and the journaling prompt I invite you to explore today is how does creativity speak to me? How does my creativity speak to me? Take that question into your journal and see what magic shows up as a result. And if you are looking for more journaling tools, you can find some additional resources as well as a journaling prompt in the show notes. So do check them out. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you could rate and review the show. Maybe share it with your friends because it helps more like-minded people find this content. And I will see you super soon with another episode of Writing Your Best Self. Until then, get to writing.